Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Deleted Podcast. Today we are looking at Sarah Dialart's absolutely brilliant Thin Ice and previewing Mike Bartlett's Knock Knock. So I just got... With Ace Creeper. With, Ace, with Aki um, Creeper. <laughs> we just got yeah. back from watching... Well, I just got back from watching Thin Ice. You just got back from watching... Because um, it just came up on streaming sites in Australia. And... Hell yeah. One of the best Capaldi episodes ever. I have pretty much no negatives whatsoever to say about it. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go through each little bit first, because I think that's how yeah. podcasts work. Let's go through it. Alright, so it so, began... Oh yeah, you, you know what? Since I'm sorry? all over the place, you go ahead and do the entire like order of stuff. It's got random <laughs> okay. stuff. Um... So something that struck me straight away um, is the writing for the episode was so different. You could tell straight away that Capaldi's Doctor was very... It seemed like a different character from the last episode. It was weird. I, I don't know if you noticed that, but it was a big transition for me. Um, I'm not complaining because I definitely loved this episode and the way uh, Peter Capaldi acted. It was brilliant. Um, obviously, I love the way it literally just does continue from last episode. Like they could have easily had it like a minute later, but then the time yeah. like, oh, it's gonna get gonna go and get changed. But I absolutely love the way it's just like it. Ju- it's like you you could remove the title sequence, um, not the credit sequence, of the last episode, and just play it on, and it would like run run smoothly. It's brilliant. Yeah, and um, they even referenced how... the last adventure in this episode. Yeah, just like a couple of hours ago, we were inside of a field full of dead people. Mm. Yeah, and I like that. I like that, the fact that the writers just included a little nod to the last... It continues. It's not all different stories by different people. It's all one big collective thing. These are actually characters in a a world that things are happening. It's not actually just individual spin-off things. It's actually working for once. I'm actually impressed with Doctor Who for once. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm really happy. Another thing that I'm extremely happy that they brought back in this episode, the psychic paper... Um, mm. We haven't seen that. Yeah, um, my eyes lit up for a while. I think the last time we saw it was sleep. No more. <laughs> uh, um, we don't speak of that one. We we don't. No, <laughs> that one is AIDS. <laughs> um, if you had to label oh. the word cancer a, a specific disease, wow. I'd probably pick any of the Mark Gaddis episodes. To be honest. Anyway, the return of the psychic paper after Sleep No More came out in 2015, so nearly, probably over a yeah. year and a half, or maybe even more. The return of the psychic paper, um, I didn't even know it was used in Sleep No More until I looked it up, because, you know, I'm, I'm super mm. prepared for the Delia podcast, we're very professional. Yeah, but Sleep No More, why would you remember that? Yeah, I mean, I slept through the last 30 minutes, oh, sorry, the last 10 minutes, so I had to rewatch it. Wow. Because I, okay, I was yeah. I was so bored. Anyway, getting back to Thin Ice and no more negatives because yeah. this is actually so, a brilliant episode. It really was. So, uh, Bill breaking down when the Doctor just lets that kid die. I thought yes. was really clever. And she did the same thing when that man got killed as well. She cares um, about she what gives, happens. She cares, yeah. And I think all of them do, really, but... Yeah, so like it, it's, it's just it's really, really good. I was really, really impressed. Really, really impressed. What did you think of the um, the punch from oh. 
I mean, Capaldi I was not expecting Peter Capaldi. Well, I mean, obviously we've seen it in the trailer, but my God, that was a good punch. Especially for an old man like Capaldi. He did a really good job there. It just absolutely that's nailed it. Uh, that's in my to top three Capaldi moments because I was hoping that he would have like an angry reaction to them mistreating Bill. And they... I mean... The thing... I like that. I like... Because I don't know if you've like they've they've went through racism in the past before they did it in like the Shakespeare Code, yeah. But like again, it's it's it was really well done in this one. Like Bill was genuinely concerned for a bit, and then it continued and played on that theme when that man just walked in and just started like belting racism. I was thinking, how far are the BBC gonna go? You know what they're like. Mm. I mean, just to give an example, Hal Bent, a white man regenerated into a black woman. I mean, what's more equality than that? Not talk about. So this. I mean. You're not talking about sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but like seriously, it, it, it was unexpected for me. I was thinking, wow, they're really going for historical accuracy here. And then the doctor just pummels the guy across the head. I was thinking, just brilliant. a side note that I wanted to bring up. This is completely apart from Finn. I saw Knock Knock last weekend. Me and my friend Carl, who's been on my channel a lot before, uh, we we put ourselves through hell and picked four. No, 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 no. I think it was five. Five worst episodes ever we watched. Mm. Let's Kill Hitler, uh, The Wedding of oh. River Song, oh. Hell Bent, and Kill the Moon. As well as. I can, I can disagree with all but Kill the Moon, but we're not going to go there. Good God. <laughs> hey, I mean, they're not that bad. I mean, they're not amazing, but they're easy watching episodes. Anyway, Let's right. Let's Kill Hitler back to is so sexist. Anyway, getting back to Thin Ice, I'll round about how much I hate Let's Go Hitler later. Um, yeah, fair enough. Capaldi's, I think, I think, once again at his best. Oh yeah, absolutely at his best. And I've never seen him like that, with a companion. It was like, it was really nice and it was really, like, he's been through a lot, but she doesn't know that yet. And it's hard for him to explain that I've killed people in a time war because now he sort of hasn't. Yeah. That was a really clever way of going around that. They didn't even mention it. Thank she finds out new things about him all the time. I think that was really quite clever. Yeah. Thank God Nardles are not really in it again. <laughs> he's at, he's in the ending and the ending of the episode. John Sim, anybody? Anybody no, think I'm, I'm, John I'm, Sim? I'm, what do you mean? I'm, I'm the knocking. Here. The knocking at the end. Was it? I heard the same. Was it a beat of four? Because I wasn't listening out. Um, you know what? I'll replay that part of the episode, or the last little bit of the episode for people listening, right now. What's that about? No one's going to open the door just because you're knocking. It's not really a knock of four, to be honest. Not really the knock. Have a listen. One sec. Um, so it might not be John Cena. It might just be the Mondasian Cybermen. It was three. It's a knock of three in some parts. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Could be the Mondasian Cybermen, but I'm refusing to agree with you there. 
people, kind of, all just... people, you know, theories just being thrown around right now. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know 100%. Anyway, Ace said that he has one complaint about uh, Yeah, I do. Um, and it's really me being very, very fussy. It's not me purposely going out my way to try and, like, insult the episode. It is me going out of the way. And that's if I ever had one insult about this episode, it would be the CGI on the um, actual, like, giant fish thing was a bit like, oh, oh no. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's the only thing that got me. You might disagree with me, but like when the first shot of when you saw it, I was thinking like, oh no, that's just a little bit, a little bit poor for me. And the shot of him like leaving the city as well, ducking under the bridge and like the water sort of looked, just looked, it was a bit sloppy for me, but oh well, that's me being really picky. And BBC budget, boys. That's the episode for me. Yeah, exactly. But saying that, the set for the episode that they used, absolutely fantastic. In the words of uh, Mr. Christopher Eccleston, obviously. Absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Loved the set. Yeah, the set that they used for this episode um, in 1814 was pretty well done. They, he did reference once that he'd been here before, so I think he was referring mm. to his trip with River and himself when he's when he was in he's Matt Smith. Um... Did they go there? Is that is that yeah. an official thing? Or? Yeah, it's an official thing. They go there once. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is kind of weird, because you'd think that they'd stop the alien creature if they were there. But anyway, um, <clears throat> the Capaldi signature <laughs> laugh returns in this episode. Um, I don't think oh, you noticed, weird. but you see, ever since I made a remix of that laugh from Mummy on the Orient and expressed into Eye of the Tiger, um... It's absolutely amazing laugh. It's very, very, just so sarcastic that it makes it into a great song remix, and that returned somewhere in this episode. I know I just heard it randomly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like it. I'm, I was, a, I don't know really what to say about this episode apart from that it was absolutely brilliant and I loved it. What did you think about so, what what he did with the poor people when he changed the air? Of the douchebag, I can't remember his name, but it was a. That was clever. It was really clever. Um, one thing I want to see, and we're probably not going to see it now. I think we're a bit too far in the series. But just as a callback to the Russell T Davis era type thing, I want him to. I want him to take Bill's phone and just sonic it so she can get signal wherever. I just want to see that, just personally. Some little personal Russell T. Davis fanboy note. Hey, they bring um, back psychic um, paper, so anything's possible. Well, yeah, I suppose. So, yeah, I don't know about that, but I like the fact she was researching it after, and it just it was just great. It really worked. It was really quite cool. And it's one of them things at the end where he says, like, the humans just sort of skip over everything important, like the massive giant fish floating out the Thames. And that sort of makes you think of it, doesn't it? Like, it's sort of related to modern day, like, ooh, what if something did happen? Isn't <laughs> back, isn't there uh, a big Christopher Eccleston moment that explains why the humans never see the TARDIS? Or something? In yes, there yeah. is. It's in it's in Boontown. He says yeah. um, something along the lines are Humans, what do you see? Uh, a big blue box slap bang in the middle of Cardiff. And what do you do? You look right past it. That's 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 pretty much it. Hmm. Something weird, something unusual, and the humans will just walk right past it. No one cares. <laughs> well, 
If I see a blue box, I um, I think I'll be knocking. Yeah, so would I. Oh, you could easily just do a Captain Jack Hartness and just jump onto it. Well, you'd probably die through Screaming the time doctor. vortex. So. Yeah. Although he'd wake up, he'd wake up. He was like, Martha was wondering whether he had any kind of heartbeat, and then he's just like. <gasps> Almost really weird that. That's why you should watch Torture, and he does that a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna get to it eventually. Yeah. Is there any other things anyway, you have yeah. to say about this episode? Because I'm struggling to find any points to talk about. Because I'm struggling really. I am as well. Because it was a really, really good episode. The plot overall, it pretty much showed no monster, no alien monster. The alien was the massive fish, but the monster was the humans. I think. Mm. It's trying to show the human sort of hierarchy is the is the bad guys here, saying like. These are the people. It reminded me of Beast Below, actually. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, the big, um... Massive creature getting strapped down. Endangered creature getting yeah. strapped down. And, um... The Doctor has the choice to release it, giving the companion the choice. It's you know, like, just very similar uh, story aspects. I really liked it. Um, and I liked it more than Beast Below. Just saying. Yeah, Beast Below isn't so. too bad. I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe something we could add to the deleted podcast is... A look at an older episode. Getting back to this week's episode, Bill swears in one. She she does. One point. I laughed. I laughed at that actually. I laughed quite hard. I was like, yeah, that's that's brilliant. Because that's a better way of doing it. What they did in Wedding of I know Husbands of River Song, they did um, where you could actually see her saying the word bastard, but they muted it as she was being teleported away. Did you, you've seen that, haven't you? I think it was yeah. in Harry's review. Yeah, that was stupid. But they've done that sort of thing before. But this was a better way to do it. Just say, like, no, shh, and then just cut it off. That worked so well. It, it was quite funny actually. I was really quite fond of that. One thing I really did like about this episode actually is the underwater bit. There was no lines for about five minutes, but yeah. it was like so entertaining. Also, the Sonic works underwater. That's bloody cool. Yeah, we haven't seen that before. I don't think. Um... No, we never. Have never have. Um, and that just makes me want to play with my uh, Capaldi Sonic Screwdriver even more. Just so nice. I love it. Mm. Permanently mounted on my desk. A little look at the feeding gas knock knock. <laughs> I know what it was. I was just waiting for you to awkwardly explain it. Mike Bartlett's first attempt at a Doctor Who episode. Hopefully, it isn't his last, and hopefully, the episode is hopefully amazing. Hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, it's good. I'm not actually I'm looking sure. forward to this one. It doesn't look. I've watched I'll be honest. the next time trailer, I'll... and I think it's a little bit. Uh... I don't like the look of it. Is it Bill's house? Is that what it says? Yeah. She's sharing it with uh... six other people. But then there's suddenly, like, a bloke showing them round their own house. I think that's a bit weird. Anyway. I don't know. I think it looks alright, and I'm going to just go in with an open mind. But to be fair, I wasn't that excited for Thin Ice or Smile. And I've been very pleasantly surprised mm. with both of them. Two of my favourite episodes. I'm not complaining, I just don't think the advertising next time trailer-wise has been that good. The lead-up to the series beginning was great, but the actual next time trailers don't show that much these days, I don't think. The house eats people, apparently. It's going to be very... um. First twenty minutes of flatline, isn't it? Really, that's what I yeah. think. 
Well, Flatline's pretty great, pretty good from season eight. Yeah. Boneless. Maybe they'll return. Maybe it is. Maybe it might be. I don't, we don't know. We haven't seen them ever. Well, after just Flatline, out, we haven't seen just them. Out of, just out of interest, what comes after Knock Knock? Do we know? Uh, the next episode after that is the one before the Missy episode. Uh, mm. Excited. Shut up. Excited, you're not. Um, I'm very excited. I, I love her. Uh-huh. Love Missy. Yeah, and I'm not a huge... Oxygen. Yeah, I was about to find that. Oxygen by Jamie Miss Matheson, who's also written Flatline... Uh, oh, Romulan Orient go. Express oh, and, and the girl who died <laughs> now, 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 now boy, boy, boy <laughs> that episode is co-written with Stephen Moffat so I do not blame him, okay it's still a terrible episode <laughs> he no, probably wrote a decent script and then Stephen Moffat screwed that up because yeah, it, did, it quite... felt very moffat in some parts like a very yeah, but if we anyway, I was very fond of both Mummy on the Orient Express and Flatline. Disregard girl who died. I'm excited for Oxygen. Is Oxygen gonna be the one in space, the one with the big round blue, space station? I think station? it's the one with the blue people. Oh, the okay. next time, if you've seen that. Actually, you know yeah, what? I haven't done. I haven't played the next time trailer. We talked about it, but I haven't talked. Um, played the next time trailer for Knock Knock. So Go if you it. haven't heard the next time trailer then are you looking for somewhere to live that's your house sharing yeah six of us how do you get into the tower you don't what's that noise there's some massive mystery going on see you in the morning the house is eating people Alright, so you've seen the next time trailer. We're not really going to talk any more about Knock Knock. Something we haven't done is talk about the rest of the season 10 titles. Hell yeah. Because in the preview, we uh, they didn't exist when we recorded it. No, they didn't. Have you heard... Is Apparently, um, there's a three-parter mid-series. Yes, six, never seven, eight, I believe. Yeah. Which is weird, because they're written, all written by different right. writers. Written by three different people and directed by two different people. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we've got... Maybe um, maybe they'll just be attached. Like with these... Yeah. These episodes haven't exactly been a three-part, no, but the I pilot don't... directly led into Smile, and Smile directly led into Thin Ice. Yeah, I don't know. But I wouldn't call it a three-part. So Can that's I also ask extreme. something quickly? Yeah. You've got the picture of the Mondasian Sidemen as your profile picture. Is yeah. Peter Capaldi there wearing the same costume that he wears in the trailer where he regenerates? Just checking, because if not, then we know it's not that episode, don't we? Oh, good point. Because that's, that's, that's a big thing. He's wearing... Because he wears different costumes. That, and in the next time... When he regenerates. There's two shots of him in that episode where he runs out the um, university building and also when he's regenerating. He is... Is it the same or is it I different? I think it's the same. Out? It looks the same, kind of. Oh, oh, it kind of has a green tilt to it, though. 
I don't I know. I was thinking about grayish, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I think it's the same know. because of the sleeves. Okay, fair enough. Then. Sounds good. So it is that one then. That's good. I want to know that. Because if, if it didn't happen at the end, I was thinking we're going to be dealing with another Russell T. Davis. Good God, this trailer has some dabbing in it. No, oh, don't watch that. Don't watch it. Stop. So she's going to be in. She's going to be an extremist. Which costume is she going to be in for that one? Um, is that the Bill one? Or Missy? Missy, because there's there's two different episodes of her in. One of them she's wearing the purple one with the normal hair, and the other one she's not. She's wearing um, the brownish one with the frizzy hair and the dab. She's also wearing earplugs, which is a bit of a Cybermen reference. If you're interested in that one from there. Um, I. Yep, two. there we go. We got a picture of her. Yeah, I'll put that on the screen right now. Be able to see, and I'll send it over to Ace quickly because we're so organised. And with the magic of editing, that picture just set to Ace. Totally didn't have to da, 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 da. Yeah, that's my favourite because I think that's actually a Missy Tardis, just saying. Does it, does it that's a Missy. look? There's an orange glow. Not, not just the orange glow, but I think the little glass thing that you can see the sort of bending of the air reflection. That's something we've seen in Tardis's before with the Doctor. Hmm. And I'm really, really excited to see. So that. she Obviously might have her own teaser. TARDIS, which she does have her own TARDIS. It's been mentioned before in uh-huh. the season eight finale. Um, Capaldi said himself. He said she probably got her own TARDIS somewhere. That's how she got away from Gallifrey. But um, the, it's not the just Masters that. had a, had a TARDIS before in the fifth Doctor's oh, yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't remember yeah, the story. He's, he's always had a TARDIS. He's always had a TARDIS. But like, it, it's just like he's never had one in the revival, so it'll be interesting to see that. But not only that, we also have the teaser of uh, Missy just sort of haphazardly painting blue onto a uh, onto a TARDIS. So mm. I think that was a bit of a hint that we're going to be seeing a Miss, Missy's TARDIS. So is she copying the Doctor then? I don't know. Maybe don't she'll know. try and trick him with something. Oh yeah. That could yeah. be interesting. I have no. Absolutely no idea. How about Atom? What the pyramid at the end of the world, written by my favourite writer ever, Peter Harness, Kill the Moon Rider. Oh no! <laughs> Has he wrote anything else? Um, he wrote the Zygon two-parter, I think. No, he didn't. Did it? Oh no, he wrote. He co-wrote, it, I think. Yeah, written with Stephen Moffat. But his first is like full episode just by himself. He's killed the moon. So this is a episode just by himself. Um, it's gonna be shit. I'm just gonna say that much. It might not be. It might not be. You never know. Hey, it's like on two part is good. What? What? What if they bring back the um, the. What if we bring back the uh, mummies from the fourth Doctor era? Hmm. Hmm. Wait. Where, where are you getting this information from? That's a pyramid. <laughs> That's about it. All right. So, <laughs> Liar the land. Liar the land. Um. No idea what that's going to be about. No. Nope. Mars. Toby Whitehouse. We know it's the... I reckon we're good. And we've arrived I think, I at the much 
Uh, Toby Whithouse, what's he written before? Oh, he's written a lot, let me find him. He's written some very good episodes. Doctor, school, school reunion, vampires in Venice, the god complex, my... Yes, yes, I love him. Right, okay. Uh, Town Called Mercy, Under the Lake Before the Flood, and Lie of the Land. I am looking forward to Lie of the Land, then. Because he's written some quite good episodes there. I don't mind Vampires of Venice. Everyone's very negative about no. that one, but I think... It's... I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not keen on it, but I'm very keen on School Reunion. I'm very keen on The God Complex, and I'm very keen on the... Town Called the Mercy, and I'm very keen on the two-parter in Series 9. So, so should be good. Uh, the Empress of Mars is the only one I'm dreading. I reckon. Yeah, same. Whole season. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not dreading it. The actual summary of the episode doesn't actually sound that bad. Um, it's by it's Mark like, freaking Gatus. How can I enjoy yeah, an episode is, by that guy? Is, the thing is, the thing is, he has done some good stuff and he's capable of doing some good stuff. Dude, just, the only good episode he's written is Robo Shield and The Unquiet Dead. Those two episodes, and I don't even like The Unquiet Dead that much. And I think that... Right, Robot. Unquiet Dead was an alright episode. Idiot's Lantern was enjoyable enough. Victory of the Daleks, I'm not even going to go there today. Um, Night Terrors was actually not too bad, to be fair. You're stepping on thin ice there, Ace. But it wasn't that bad. If you get a little reference... Don't clap yourself. You, Don't clap yeah, yourself, that was embarrassing. Yeah, a reference to the Doctor episode that we, we didn't really spend that much time on Cold this Cold War, fair enough. So he's already wrote us um, an Ice Warrior one before. Oh god, he's if it's a sequel. <laughs> Crimson won't be, it's on Mars. Hey, at Crimson least Heart. it ain't a Sleep No More sequel. I'll, I'll say that. Robot of Sherwood. Sleep No More. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you mean. But I just, I don't know. Alright, let's look. Let me go through. Let me give his stories ratings. Unquiet Dead, 6 out of 10. Idiot's Lantern, 2 yeah. out of 10. Victory of the no, Dalek, 6. 2 out of 10. No, seven or eight. Uh, I'll be seven. Four. Cold Cold War. Five. Five. Crimson Horror Zero. I hate that Two. episode to bits. Robot of Sherwood. Five. Zero. Robot of Sherwood. Zero. Oh, you absolutely zero. Ro it's terrible. Ro I hate it. Ro absolutely hate it with a passion. It's the worst. One of the worst. I okay. hate it. Okay. Sleep no more. Zero. Zero. Empress of Mars, we don't know yet. Probably about five. Probably about five, the way it's going. Um, Average okay. his school. The Eaters of Light. Oh, the Eaters of Light, what's that, that going to be? That one looks interesting. Is, is that going to be the one with the monks, maybe? Uh, I, I don't think know. so. That one's written by Rono Morrow, which I don't think is written any Doctor Who before. Have a look. Don't recognise him. No. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm completely wrong. He wrote Survival. The 1989 story, last story, the classic hero, the Seventh Doctor and Ace. This uh, is the one yes. that my brother is willing to give a chance because he is, you know, he's not very keen on Doctor Who overall nowadays. But he's he's watched some in past that he's liked from Peter Capaldi, and this episode's written by Survival, and he loves Survival, so he's going to give this one a go. Which is good. Anything you got to say about that one? Um, not much. Oh, I, it looks like it's the one with the monster that goes through the wall. Probably, yeah. I like that. Uh, I think the Eaters of Light's going to be the one that where Peter Capaldi gets flung on his back, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. That could be the Pyramid one as well, I don't know. Anyway, the last two-parter. Mondasian Sideman. The Side much Man. anticipated. And 
Two party. What's gonna happen, Dooley? What's gonna happen? What's in the vault? What is in the vault? We'll have to do that every episode. What is in the vault? John Sim. I don't think it's John Sim. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I think it could be something interesting. I think it's gonna be something to do with the master. I think it's gonna be something that can bring the master. Oh, back. and um, maybe. We we completely just talk about the writers, but we're completely disregarding the people that really make the episode go around. The directors, uh, Rachel Talele. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but she also directed Heaven Sent. Um, what? Did she? <gasps> and Hellbent. <laughs> yes. Um, to be honest, Hellbent is... And, and, and Dark Water and Death in Heaven. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> she's going to be, she's going to be the one, she's going to be the director of all the Peter Capaldi finales. Oh, that's, that's, that's something to put on your CV. Oh, good God! Now I'm looking back. The Peter Capaldi finales aren't exactly that great, are they? Dark World. Well, the two part, two parters anyway. Well, there's normally a two part at the end of any season. Did Can Sarah Donald just come back and write every episode from now on? By the way, just a quick question: Is she allowed to do that? And I much prefer. Um, Steve Moffat, you're you're a dickhead. <sighs> I think Chris Chibnall will be good. That's all I'm saying. Chris Chibnall? He's, he's on. He's not writing anything this season, which is surprising. I thought he'd get, like, one. No. He'll probably write the first words of 13 in the Christmas special, though. Yeah, that's what probably... Yeah. Because if Moffat writes them, they'll probably be like, I'm... I'm... I'm not a girl. Oh, Fingers! I've got new fingers! Kidneys, I don't like the colour. Another, another, another body pass. That's Steamer. A dick, I've got a new dick. I don't like the colour. World no. Enough in Time, no. slash Doctor no. Falls, anticipated episodes. I reckon they'll be good. I reckon they'll be... Go. Then again, he's written every moth finale for Capaldi. has been disappointing, in my opinion. Besides, heaven sent, but hellbent is just AIDS, so. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. It's, I, I think for the series as a whole, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be alright. I think it's going to be probably one of the better series we've seen since, the, uh, you know, in the revival. Um, I can't be the best quality series. I think it will be the best quality series by far, but. I don't know. I think it could be one of the better series since the revival last year. Yeah, I, I reckon it could be the best. Could be. Anyway, is there anything else you want to say the about these? Not really. We haven't actually given Thin Ice a rating. Oh yeah, Thin Ice. I give it a nice. nine point five out of ten. So there's very very little episodes that I would give this to, um, only if they've really really impressed me. But I could genuinely not find any faults with Thin Ice, so I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. Oh, our first wink. ten of the season and quite a high first rating for me. That's going to be all for today's episode of Deleted. Thank you so much for watching. Tune in next week where we where we will be reviewing Knock Knock and previewing Oxygen, as well as looking back Hell at yeah. probably looking back at one of the older Russell T Davies or. Stephen Moffat episodes. I just broke my Probably Stephen Moffat one. Probably Stephen Moffat one because Dooley's got a grudge. Yeah. Um. <laughs> thanks so much for watching. Uh, go ahead and watch Ace's four-year anniversary. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. 
I feature in it, I'm pretty sure. I haven't watched all of it yet, sorry. Because we were rushing to record this. It's absolutely fine. It's disgusting, though, but it's absolutely fine. Um, also, one sub away from one, uh, 1,800, so go smash no, 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 that. No, 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 you just, you hit it. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm on the live count now. Oh. No. Go it's hit been like this for about three hours. <laughs> go hit his his that big subscribe button. Go hit my subscribe button for more deletes in the future. Thanks yes. so much for watching once of again. Course. Have an absolutely fantastic day. Don't forget to Hell smile yeah. and make sure you're not on thin ice and remember to knock <laughs> knock before you go into your neighbor's house. You are the biggest cringe I've ever met. And make sure you have a reliable pilot on a flight. Oh, no, I was just about to do that. <laughs> Bugger. Um, yeah. And make sure you take your breathing oxygen. oxygen. Um, Got you. I can't make one for six. Thank you so much for watching. Don't, don't start an argument with the Empress of Mars, damn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> make sure you're old enough and you have enough time to watch this episode. Thank you so much for watching. Goodbye. Don't get too hell-bent, Dab. Shut, shut up.